I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back. This is Lee Lonsberry. The program is called Live Mike. This is episode three. Uh, we, a moment ago, uh, got word that the Supreme Court is going to take up a, a, a trio of cases, all of them revolving around President Donald Trump's uh, financial records. I've just been handed the report as summarized here uh, by CNBC. I guess that's where we're following news these days. The Supreme Court said uh, today that these three cases over President Trump's financial record uh, will be scheduled for argument in the March session of the Supreme Court. Now, what does that mean? If you think back to when President Trump was running for president, there were uh, various individuals uh, running against him who committed to releasing uh, their tax returns. And the the, the clamoring from so many was that uh, Donald Trump should do the very same. And he told us then that he was under audit and that prevented him from uh, being able to share them. And that when uh, not from uh, when he emerged under from under the shadow of uh, uh, audit, that he would maybe be able to share his tax returns uh, with us. The, the the story of Donald Trump's finances is uh, an interesting and cloudy one. If you take uh, the art of the deal as your Bible on the topic, you would see a man who's been very, very successful. Uh, and yet, if you turn to maybe some of the casinos in Atlantic City, some of the former employees of those uh, casinos, you may uh, come away with uh, an understanding very, much very different uh, from what uh, the president would have you believe. Uh, so what does this mean? What does it mean that the, the Supreme Court will now debate these cases? It means, uh, it could mean, I should say, I don't want to uh, predict too far down the road or too inappropriately, but what it could mean is that we could have a better understanding of uh, the financial claims of our president, Donald Trump. Now, with all of that in mind, you have to ask yourself, uh, does this matter to you? Do, does Is it possible that uh, uh, the release of the president's financial records, which could be the result of the Supreme Courts uh, after the, the cases are heard and after rulings are handed down, if they uh, should be rulings uh, which require or compel the president to release these records, we could learn a number of things. Now, the question to ask is, could those findings impact your attitude uh, with the president? Could those findings uh, change the way you view the president there are really two camps as you well know and as as the cable news 24 hours will remind you uh there are folks who are with the president uh who are ready to make uh, america great again mega 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 all day long and then there are the folks who are uh likely rallying behind speaker pelosi right now who is leading the charge for impeachment would could possibly anything revealed in the financial records of president donald trump change your attitude i barring criminal criminality uh i don't believe that they would change my attitude i will continue to base my attitude on, uh, on the president on uh, the way he comports himself i will base my attitude and opinion on the president on the legislation which he signs into law after it's been handed to him by the congress i will base my uh, opinion on the president uh, on the the current uh, relationship with foreign nations uh, which he is uh, I believe, responsible for maintaining. And how you feel he's doing, uh, that probably varies pretty 
widely. Uh, but this is one of those questions I believe uh, has been uh, asked and answered. We know that there have been some ups and downs in the financial history uh, of President Donald Trump. We know that there have been some uh, bankruptcies filed. And as he will point out, not not the president personally, uh, but rather his companies, the companies he owns, those have filed for bankruptcy uh, from time to time. And uh, some of the deals into which he has entered uh, have not gone maybe as swimmingly as he may uh, report them. But uh, I, I return to the point of, uh, or the question rather, does this matter? Uh, and I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that does. I lean towards it. To, no, in fact, not uh, having too much of a of an impact on how I evaluate the president uh, today. And I think that if we're going to uh, try to keep a clear head about things and and make sound judgments, uh, we should look at uh, the, the way our lives are lived now and how the president's act uh, impact, how the president's actions impact our lives uh, today. That'd be my advice. Uh, we're wrapping up the program today. It's been a fascinating one. Uh, looking back real quick, uh, we talk first to the youngest voting member of the Utah House of Representatives. Candace Perucci. Uh, she joined us here in studio. And last night, because she uh, assumed office in a special circumstance, uh, she cast her first uh, vote on the floor of the Utah House. She voted against this tax uh, restructuring deal that was struck by a, or that was brought to the floor via a tax uh, task force. Uh, we also spoke to another young legislator, uh, Casey Snyder from rural Utah, Paradise. He voted uh, for the measure, uh, citing it as one of the greatest tax cuts in Utah history. Uh, we also learned of the circumstance of uh, American Samoans uh, living here in the United States and anywhere in the world. And it was uh, a judgment handed down by Judge Wadup saying that they, in fact, are... Uh, American citizens and that their passports ought be void of the disclaimer stating the opposite, that they were merely nationals. Uh, but <laughs> develop, develop, development, rather, which took place during our show, was that uh, a stay uh, of that order uh, was handed down by the same judge. That's a typical thing, and they do that uh, to, to make way for appeals. Uh, and so right now, uh, American Samoans are, are, are not necessarily considered uh, citizens uh, and we, we will continue to follow that story as it develops, knowing that here in Utah, we have a disproportionately large population of American Samoans. As we spoke uh, to a woman uh, with, a, with a special interest in this uh, group of folks, that here in Utah, uh, we have a population of about 14,000 American Samoans. We have the fourth largest American Samoan population in the United States behind only California and some of those other big population uh, uh, states. And so it's a, a uh, an issue uh, very dear, I believe, uh, to the hearts of folks here in Utah. We learned, too, that uh, you know citizenship for American Samoans is not exactly what they're all after. Uh, some of the folks in the uh, on the island uh, not too in favor of it. We we got con- uh, we got promises from the folks involved to help us stay uh, up to date on this uh, development or oh, on this issue as it continues, and uh, we'll stay good on that. We also learned uh, that former Attorney General Mark Shirtliff uh, lost a lawsuit that he had filed uh, some time ago. He said that uh, uh, he had been the victim of some offenses, and uh, he learned today that that same judge, uh, Clark Waddups, uh, dismissed his suit and said uh, uh, that no, uh, there was insufficient grounds. I am Lee Lonsberry. The name of this program is Live Mike. Next up, you're going to hear from Grant Nielsen filling in for Jeff Kaplan on Utah's Afternoon News. Uh, join us back here tomorrow, 1230 to 3 here on KSL News Radio.